what's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Today is Concept Tuesday. Every single Tuesday, talk about different conceptual things in the world of sports betting. And uh, today we'll talk about lines, line moves, and really what it means when lines move to a certain spot. Because there's always a point, every single game, where a line either gets to or passes a value point or a tipping point or a profit point. And it's important to know what that means, how to identify it, and how to uh, start betting with that information. So uh, we'll talk about line moves, why to buy early, because we all know. I mean, most people listening understand and know lines move, lines sharpen out, you know, opening lines. It's better to bet early. We all know that. You know, I, I think we all, I assume we all know that betting early is always better. But today we'll talk about exactly why that is. Because, you know, it's something that doesn't get talked about enough and it's so important because really this is the essence of sports betting or making money long term is always making these plus EV bets. So well, we'll talk about that on today's show. Special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge offering VIG free betting. It's so awesome. You can bet VIG free at Better Edge. But not only that, they let you have more fun because it's a social platform. It's not actually technically a sports book, which is why you can use it legally in certain states like California. I think South Carolina is one of the other ones where it's not legal yet to sports bet, but it's perfectly legal to bet with Better Edge. And by the way, it's VIG free. So uh, like I said, they get around this because they're more of a social platform. So you can make a profile, you know, put a profile picture, follow your friends. It's really interactive. There's there's you know, a chat feature, there's tournaments, competitions. So uh, it, it's really the future of sports betting. Yeah, it's VIG free, but also it's so much more fun. So check them out online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Use promo code SHARP. And uh, that promo code gets you free $10, and that helps us out because it lets them know that you heard about them right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, so let's get to it. Line moves. Why it's so important to buy early. And I felt like talking about this because recently on the show, and frankly, a couple times off the show, I've been getting some really, really soft lines early in the process. And the sharper or larger the market, you're not going to see these moves. You know, you're not going to see an NFL game open up, I don't know, uh, Chargers minus three, and by game day, Chargers are minus 10. You're never going to see that in the NFL. It's too efficient of a, of a market. But you do see that all the time in soccer or hockey or futures markets. So you do get it a lot, just not in bigger sports. And I know, fact of the matter is, a lot of you listening prefer to bet NBA, NFL, college football, things like that. But the smaller the market, the bigger the line moves you will see. And that's kind of the definition of market efficiency. What prices do the professionals have based on non-professionals at the end of the game? A few examples I gave out last Thursday, uh, futures bet in the NHL. It was the Vesna Trophy winner. I gave out Darcy Kemper, the new uh, Colorado, uh, the new Colorado Avalanche goalie. I gave him out thirty-five to one to win the trophy, and this was obvious to me. This was just a slow move in the market. And DraftKings, the only sports book offering it, probably didn't have much incentive. They took my my bet and probably a couple other bets, and that's it. You know, so they didn't. They're not risking that much right now. Obviously, they got enough action to move it, and it moved to fourteen to one. I mean, think about that: thirty-five to one 
to 14 to 1. That's a massive move. And that was a futures market. Uh, just today, th- there's uh, Champions League qualifications going on. And again, I-, I-, I don't make a habit of this. You know, it's rare I get on the show and talk about old games I used to have. But just for example, a very soft line. Uh, today, there was a game between Malmo and and uh, Rangers, and these are two, I'm not going to go in depth about those teams, who they are, where they're from, because the Champions League features teams from all over Europe, and so anyway, it was Malmo against the Rangers. Last night, at about midnight mountain time, Malmo was a heavy underdog. They were minus 140 double chance, or plus a half, meaning they were about plus uh, 250 or so money line, and the Rangers were even money, money line. So I saw heavy value on Malmo. I got him plus a half, again, minus 140. This morning when I woke up, they had moved from plus a half, minus 140 to plus a half, minus 225. And they closed minus 275. You're never going to see that in other sports, but you see that all the time in, like I said, soccer, hockey, and it's not just during the summer. I mean, you can find this in December when the NFL and college football and the NBA are up and running. You just have to know where to look. So we all know buying early is better. Even in the NFL, college football, don't wait until game day. It's better to buy early. And most of you may be saying, you know, thanks, Tyler, right? Newsflash, lines move. We get it. But It's not just about knowing that line's move and knowing that you should bet early. It's unrealistic to think that you're going to get the best price every single game, every single day. Even for myself or other professionals who spend all day on the computer, it's unrealistic to think you're going to get the absolute best price every single game. So the question becomes, well, when do you stop buying? When is the point that you stop buying that game or that price or that that, that situation? And the answer lies in what I call the value point. So let's go back in this whole example of if something has a 50% chance of happening and the line is plus 110, let's focus on if something has a 50% chance of happening. Because how do we know something has a 50% chance of happening? Where does this number come from? And this is the ideal, or this is sort of the, the entire world of sports betting. It comes down to identifying this number. What is the idea or what is the implied odds compared to the odds they're charging? If we identify something that have a 50% chance of happening, where does that number come from? Well, for me, it comes from a series of historical data and numbers and a model I've come up with. And as a lot of you know, I'm a data scientist, so I do all this stuff myself and I write code, but that's not how everyone does sports betting. If you don't have the ability to do that, which is almost everyone listening, use a combination of online resources. Use 538.com. Use profootballfocus.com. Use anything you can find online. And there, you can come up with a consensus idea of outcomes and develop your own lines. Okay, so there's, there's tools out there so you don't have to do everything yourself and you can do sort of a consensus idea or at least a consensus idea of the best resources you can get online. But, you know, that is the hardest part of being a sports better. It's coming up with that single number, and that's why a lot of people team up with with uh, programmers. That's why I went back to school to study data science for that reason, is there's a huge difference in something having a 53% chance of happening or a 53.5% chance of happening. That's a, that's a big difference. That makes a big deal. It's a big deal. It really is. So either way. 
How do we know something has a 50% chance of happening? Well, you have to trust your process, trust the numbers. Like I said, if you don't have math, something like that, use a combination of resources online, but you've got to come up with your percentage, your implied odds of whatever it is we're talking about happening. Uh, Now, how do we apply this? Well, I've talked about this before. Go to aceodds.com. That's A-C-E-odds.com. And there you want to find the odds converter. Now, once you have the odds converter on aceodds.com, you can type in any single spread and it'll give you a percentage. You can type in uh, plus 700 and it'll tell you the percentage outcome for that number. And keep in mind, every single spread has a percentage correlated to it. So let's do some practice. Everyone with me, open up your ace. And even if you have your phone, go to aceodds.com. And if you're on your phone, you want to search on Google, just type in ace odds converter, and it should be like the first link. And so, okay, ace odds, pull up the odds converter. Let's do some practice. What is the break-even percentage for plus 200? So right there in the American category, under American odds, type in plus 200. The correct answer is 33.3%. If you got that right, nice job. All right, uh, next, let's do minus 150. What is minus 150 in percentage? Okay, time's up. It is 60%. Did you get it right? 60% is minus 150. Uh, So what does that mean? Let's just stop there. What does 60% at minus 150 mean? That means if you see a line valued at minus 150, that could be anything. That could be a money line, an over-under, anything. If you see the, the numbers minus 150, whatever bet that's under or that's pricing, that's saying that if you think there's over a 60% chance of that happening, make the bet. If you think there's a 60% chance or under of that happening, don't make the bet. That's the easiest way to think about is there value in a play. Uh, last uh, question here, plus 110. Everyone, last one on the today's pop quiz. Type in plus 110. What does that equal for percentage? Plus 110 equals 46.7%. 46.7%. So back to our example. If we think something has a 50% chance of happening and the market is charging plus 110, do we make that bet? Yes, because the market's charging 46.7% for something that we have a 50% chance of happening or we believe will happen 50% of the time. So theoretically, there we have an edge of about 3.3%. So what if the line moves? What if over the course of a day or two days, that plus 110 moves to minus 110? Would you still make that bet? Because I think a lot of you listening would. Because here's how that goes. And let's not think about plus 110, minus 110, because that may be too in your face and too obvious. But if something moves from, let's say, minus 135 to minus 150, or if it's football and the line moves from minus six to minus six and a half, many people would say, you know what? No big deal. I like them anyway. Or, hey, the Jets suck anyway. Or, Or not even think twice about it. When in fact, using our example, if the line goes from plus 110 to minus 110, what's happened is you've gone from having a bet where you have the edge over the casino to a bet where now the casino has the edge over you. Now think about that. Nothing else has changed. You're betting on the same team. No injuries have happened. Same atmosphere, same environment. All that's happened is the line has moved from plus 110 to minus 110. But now your bet went from a winning bet to a losing bet. 
And this is the thing I see people struggle with maybe the most in sports betting who don't deal with the, cr- you know, the crunching of the numbers and the, all these you know, detailed data sets. It's a lot of people think, hey, if I like a team at minus 180 and the money line, right, uh, some favorite in baseball, let's say, and the money line's moved to minus 210, so what? They're still a big favorite and I think they're going to win anyway. When in fact, maybe the value point was at minus 195. So maybe at minus 180, there was value. But now at minus 210, it's gone. Many people don't approach sports betting that way, but you indeed have to if you want to make any kind of money long term. And again, the real difficult thing with all of this is coming up with that accurate implied odds. Because if you don't have good implied odds, you're going to get killed anyway. Because then you're going to, can you imagine if you thought like every NFL number was wrong? It's like, maybe your numbers are wrong, you know? So that is the toughest part. But keep in mind, if you think something has a greater chance than whatever the the price of the bet equals in a percentage, make that bet. That's how we define value. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Whatever you guys have going on today or tonight, good luck. Hope you cast some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.